Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The World Series is among us, and we're going to preview the series. Let's do it. South Frank. Everything. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, the World Series preview episode. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. Code John Boy postseason is going to hook you up there. 10% off any ticket, anywhere, any venue, as long as it's on their site or their app and you, you purchase it, you can use code John Boy postseason for 10% off. Use it today, use it tomorrow, use it the next day. You use it, you get 10% off your ticket. Also, Slowing down for anyone that might have been like, skip, skip the ad. They, I already know. Slowing, slowing, slowing. Thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys for joining us and appreciate everyone that hit subscribe mm. in between last episode and this episode. We are 750 subscribers away from 100,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. So we're going to need everyone whose name starts with the J, T, and D for us, for the four of us. You are bound if you're listening, to subscribe. You have to. If your name doesn't start with a J, T, or a D, and you want to subscribe and help us out because you realize, oh, shit, I've been listening a lot, and I, I, I like them, but I haven't subscribed yet. I, I just realized can, I'm not subscribed. You can. We're asking you, but you're not bound like the JTs and Ds out there who have to. So that's that. And now we will discuss the Diamondbacks versus Rangers World Series first Historical question, how many Texas Rangers do you think died due to Diamondback bite in the uh, late 1800s? Me or him? That's kind of for everyone. Comment below. Hundreds. Hundreds? Hundreds. I think one guy. Yeah. I don't Back know, Back in man. the day, everyone was just dying. Do Diamondbacks like bite sleeping you? Sleeping on the ground. Like, if a snake got you, it's over. Are Diamondbacks deadly? The yes. Rain- <laughs> Why don't you ask the Phillies? <laughs> Yes, they are. Mm. Hey, we need to bind to people to more things. Like uh, when someone's bound to something, we need more of that in this world. Okay. She can start binding people. Yeah. 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 Hey, guys, diamondbacks are deadly, and there's 10 different types of rattlesnake in Texas. So I think Trev probably split the difference. Jake wins at 50. Thank you. Yep. Jake, are you excited for the World Series? And that's the World Series preview. James, Trev, Davis, everyone joining us. Exciting times. Everyone had it. Ranger snakes. You know, I, I kept my snakes garb off for this episode. I want to be as, as neutral baseball commentary as I can be. Although I am wearing my only piece of traditional Southwest garb as a top. Uh, so, you know, I, as much as I try, I can't hide that bias. Um, how are you doing, Trevangelo? That is just a brutal shirt. Whoa! All right. <laughs> I just noticed it. Oh wow. my goodness! Speaking of that, speaking of outfits, I'm going to show you guys the hat I was going to wear until I got made fun of, and they said I couldn't wear it because I look like I'm from London, or if I wear it like this, like I work on the shipyard. So uh, you could wear that if you did the whole show while smoking a cigar, AJ Hawk style. Well, my lungs are a temple. Mm. I am excited about this matchup. I think it does lean itself to a bunch of different storylines. These teams play very differently. Um, I'm excited. I think most about, and take a wild guess. You're not going to get it. I'll just tell you. Mm. 
the third starters. It's gonna it's gonna be a very interesting World Series, and I'm down to talk about it. James, you look very nice in your John Boy media garb. Thank you, thank you. This is the um, they have a fun name for this the sea foam sea foam green John Boy media shirt. So appreciate that. It is nice. I do like these shirts. The color they're called colorful cotton or whatever. Comfort colors. Comfort colors. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. a much. It's a much better product than we used to have. Yes. I don't know if I could do them in summertime because they're kind of like a nice, health, like thicker cotton. I would get sweaty, but I do like them a lot now that falls around. The thicker fabric, I think, hides the sweat a little better though. So win and lose there. You know what? One of my favorite early aspects of this World Series is. Here we go. No difference in time off before a game on, on Friday. Obviously, the Rangers have one extra day. I don't think it serves them much better than the Diamondbacks. Both teams get to reset. So storylines about the rest and the rotation and all of this. Like I, I very much said that I enjoyed that game seven was kind of a similar pitching matchup. And I enjoy that this World Series now we're starting. Who will be the Game 1 starters? Do we have that info? I would assume Zach Gallen. And, and Monty, right? And Monty. Yes. Monty pitched on his throw day. And that's so been their number ones this er, whole time. Early leg up. You know, Gallen didn't have to throw on his throw day. So, Snake's advantage. Just mark that down. But... That's nice, right? Like we yeah. can, all that storyline and that mess and that like um, uh, built-in excuses for whatever team gets off to a bad start. It's done. We're we're even. You're chosen number one. Our chosen number one. We're going in in order. Nice that it worked out that way. I think that there is a chance that you have all these starts game one. So either way, it's like a one A one B situation there. That would uh, just be and, their choice. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not exactly. like pigeonholed into that. Yes. 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 Uh, again, I mean, I don't know if we're just straight getting into the pitching aspect of it, but if I was to tell you that um, I have more confidence in Brandon Fott than I do Max Scherzer, you would have called me, you know, pretty crazy at the beginning of the season. But right now, I think that's kind of how it lines up. And that's, I think, a very interesting part of this series because you do have two, I think, two really good starters on each team that both teams are very confident in. We'll let them, you know, get a third time through the order. Most of the time, I really expect it in the World Series that we will see that. Um, but then you have these third starters and Brandon fought coming into the postseason, even his first start against the Brewers, not someone they really had a lot of confidence in. And now the way he's throwing the ball, I, I look at him as a legitimate threat uh, in this world series. And I don't know if you can say the same thing about, about Max Serger, although I will have his back till I die because of what he's done and what I know he can do in, you know, a one game situation where the adrenaline is pumping. I think he's got a chance, but I'd lean Brandon Fott right now in that pitching matchup, which is crazy, dude. It's man, I you know, sometimes we're not a strikeout pod. Even part of this episode, we probably won't be strikeout pods because um, you know, that sometimes that can get your pitch count up and uh, there's there's times we don't like that during the season. For Fott, it's one of those situations where what strikeouts can be good for, 14 innings pitch, 18 punches his last three outings. Like, it it hasn't been fluky. Like, it hasn't been, wow, you know, Alec Thomas saving his butt at the wall. Like, no, he's he's been dialed in. 
at the same time, like I, I know, I know Scherzer hasn't looked great, but these have also been rehab starts. Like yeah. he, he didn't go to triple a, get his three starts to build him up. He's been rehabbing against the Houston Astros <laughs> in the CS. So uh, I'm not going to rule Max Scherzer out. I, the starting pitching, I, I think it's funny. Zach Gallen, it's what do you believe in? Like he, he had a couple met outings. It's against the Phillies, who at the time they were viewed as this lineup that couldn't be beat, really. Uh, so, do you believe in him getting a second chance and a, another opportunity coming against the Texas Rangers? And is he going to shine and be kind of the the dude of dudes that he is? Or you know, as, as the playoffs go on, like you're saying. It turns into game by game. It, it's something that I, I think is one of Jimmy's favorite parts of the postseason, and it's where to be obnoxious for a second. Like, you know, it the when we were growing up learning baseball from the Yankees, like Joe Torre would change the Yankees lineup. Like we we gave Rob Thompson credit at times when it's like, no, he's sticking with his guns. That's his lineup. He believes in. There's also something to you know, Bochi sliding Evan Carter up. Like, hey, the playoffs are game by game. And, uh, you know, if you start performing, if you run into a ball, if Christian Walker hits a, hits a double his first at-bat in this, in this World Series, his whole CS is behind him, and he's one of the bigger threats on the field. And that's playoff baseball. It's where it's sick and beautiful at the same time. Sick and beautiful. At the same James time. is deep in thought. There's going to be is. Some Where are you, Jim? I'm looking right up now. a stat I wanted to look up because you guys <laughs> talked about the swing and miss stuff. Uh, so I was trying to look, you know, the Phillies swing big. I wanted to look at their co- their contact rate when they swing at pitches in the zone because they don't chase pitches out of the zone. I mean, Kyle Schwarber's got a 24-0 swing. Means he swings at pitches out of the zone, oh, 24% of the time. That's crazy low. That's crazy low. When he swings at pitches out of the zone, he makes contact half the time. But he doesn't swing them that often. Anyway, so I wanted to see, like, fought. Can he pound the zone with all this stuff against the Rangers and find similar success? That's what I was looking up. Um, I didn't fully come to a conclusion yet. But the, uh, the Rangers chase... Decently amount, decent amount. And when they chase, they make contact way more, I think. I mean, like Stott's the only, sorry, Stott's the one on the Phillies who has a really high contact rate when he swings at strikes. The rest aren't that great. Stott's the one that got the fought, right? So that was, yeah. Um, he was he was more in the zone in that inning, and I think that Tori did a good job of realizing that. Um, but the first three innings, he was he was locating very very well, you know. So I think you know it's obviously when he's good and when he's not good. If he can you know, command those four pitches that he has, uh, he's shown the ability to make guys that don't chase chase and and swing and miss when they do chase. So yeah, um, the the heavy hitters for the Phillies just to finish this since I was deep in it: Trey Turner, Schwarber, Harper, Castellanos. They um aren't they're not their contact rate when they swing at balls in the zone isn't that high it's like 50 percent or lower that can be a very good thing it can lead you to swing and miss is better than swing and pop up and or swing and ground out so it's not always a bad thing but the contact rate of um low simeon heim 
Seager, they're all 55 and above. Low 67%. So that's what I was looking at. If they're able to um, throw all their breaking stuff in the zone and get swing and miss like they were able to against the Phillies at the end. That's kind of what the Diamondbacks changed pitching-wise. Besides Sal Frank, everyone else was like, hey, if you throw it below the zone, they just don't swing. If you throw it in the zone, they swing and miss. Seager's going to crush Gallon, but go Snakes. Uh, oh, my God. He's like the best fastball hitter going, like pitch value-wise. Just got hot. I think that's going to be interesting for the Snakes is, yeah, what is that, Gallon? How does he respond, I guess, right? Two starts against uh, an offense that got to him, and you're facing another very highly talented offense. And I think it's the same thing for him. I mean, it's, it's location, man. It's command. Who do you guys like more in this series, Monty or Evaldi? What will the D-backs do versus Monty is a question I would want to look up. Lineup-wise, do they... So, Moreno Moreno will hit third, kind of what they've done recently in the playoffs, and he mashes lefty. He's like a 1.0 OPS versus lefties. Cattell Marte... Also better versus lefties, and they had him slide up to the leadoff spot. Um, I think their lineup, um, although they've had mixed results against lefties, I think at this point in the season, uh, it bodes. It's a little more daunting versus lefties. Longoria gets a little better versus lefties. Uh, Guriel against lefties. So, like, they, I think their righty threats are a little scarier right now. The only guy that's a little bit of a caveat is Alec Thomas, who has made himself a threat this postseason and is awesome on the defensive side of the ball. While Monty's in there, he'll be out of the game. And you'll get Fam's bat, but worse defense. Corbin Carroll. Similar batting average, lefty and right, but worse on base, worse slug. But he's going to play. I don't know. Monty's a lefty, and he has the highest release point in Major League Baseball, so there's two funks going on. Uh, but Evaldi's got a splitter, which is another pitch you just don't see that much, uh, especially for the younger dudes like Carroll and uh, and uh, Moreno. I think Evaldi's um, got more room for air with the way he pitches. So again, like I'm talking about Gallon and talking about Fod, it's if it's if Monty can command the inside part of the zone to the right-handed hitters. You know, Moreno does have good numbers against Monty. I mean, he definitely would be a guy that. Maybe you'd pitch around, or you would just kind of really try to get in, get in, get in, and see what happens. Um, the way Monty's been pitching, man, I, I think I think I lean him starting, and, and I think I lean him being a number one, despite you know what they do with Moreno. I just what is Mate, where where does uh, uh Marte have more power from? Uh, I would assume. I know his numbers are better while hitting right-handed, but I don't know if that's just a true all-around hitter. Um, first lefty, he's an 879 OPS. First righty this year, 828. So the 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 power's okay. still there, but it's there's a big batting average gap. I assume they start Monty. Man, and there's some fun stuff here. I mean, I I think the Monty Evaldi conversation just is fun, and like we'll we'll see what the series has to offer there. Uh, is Monty more of a fly ball pitcher? I think he's still in the realm of starting pitchers. He gets ground balls, to right? Lead grounders, yeah. That might be scary. He's forty three percent ground ball, thirty four fly ball. That might be you know snakes are fast. 
I like to run. Uh, Monty had two starts against the Snakes this year. Uh, one was good, one was bad. Uh, I think that's interesting. Two, uh, oh, he was in the National League. Yeah. Uh, so they, they, saw, they saw him as a uh, in St. Louis and I think in Texas for one start. Um, mm. So, yeah, I don't know. That, that was the fun game I was, I was playing this morning because I, I think as of right now, I mean, Monty was special, like so very special. Got them through the CS. Like without him, they yes. don't. Um, and then playoff Nathan Evaldi is is kind of a different beast. So uh, in April, so you throw it out a little bit. Four innings pitch, seven earned runs against Monty, eight twenty one against the Snakes, eight innings pitch, zero earned runs. So that's the one that's fresher in your memory. You mentioned Gabriel Moreno is four for seven uh, with a couple extra base hits. Uh, and then let's see, Avaldi most recently, uh, one start this year against Arizona, six innings, four earned runs. Uh, and he's got some nasty numbers against Fam Longoria, Cattell Marte. So, um, it says here that Rojas crushes splitters this year, but so much so that I think if I go look it up, he's gotten like one hit off a splitter. Rojas? Yeah. Josh. You're just Big deep in the name. in the weeds right now. Carroll is good against splitters, but the rest of them ain't. Okay. Impressive for a rookie. I also think that all these numbers we're talking about, all these past starts kind of mean nothing. This is the World Series, mm. and all the numbers are thrown out the window, and you just kind of have to... Well, uh, what are we going to talk about then? Well, I don't know. I, 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 under, I understand that, but like, just I'm saying... I think for guys psyche, we talk about this on the show quite often, like from series to series, I think in a, uh, in the playoffs, like you wipe your mind clean of what happened in the series before. So Longoria has not had a good um, postseason so far, but he's going to be in there. And I think I, I, I know his mindset is I'm going to go, I'm going to go rake. Like, I think that means something uh, because a lot of times we look at these, you know, what happened in the regular season. It's just a different, you know, type of feeling, but, well, and the I think I think the most fun stat on our page that is via our guy Dalton Feely, uh, the Prince of Snakes, and I think it's an assist from Sarah Langs, who's who's the best. Uh, a pennant winner to have a rookie as its position player leading the team in WAR has only happened three previous times. Corbin Carroll for the Snakes. The last time it happened, Evan Longoria on the on a uh, Tampa yeah. Bay. So how about that? B WAR, F WAR. Yeah, 15 years later, uh, Longo beats the Phillies. Guys, Carroll crushes splitters. He's got eight hits off splitters Ooh. this year. Don't throw it, Nate. Uh-oh. Don't throw it, Nate. Do we have to do, like, full predictions on this episode? Are you just going games, James? You're going to go with a winner this time? Um... I don't know. I haven't figured out what I want to do there, but did I get, did we do well at all in the CS series? hundred percent. If I remember correctly, I don't think I did. I think I had snakes going six and so Rangers going five. Your heartfelt five. And then, yeah. And both went seven. Yeah. Houston Philly fade. Uh, 
The next half of the episode is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, and I have a question about halves I want to ask you guys. Okay. Uh, Farmer's Dog, uh, beautiful thing, gets delivered to my front doorstep. Pouches of delicious dog food that have my dog's name on it, Noodle. Uh, And he really likes that. It's the little things with him. Uh, And he likes that it's fresh, healthy dog food developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. How about that? Whether your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live healthy, happy, and full years together. That's kind of what we're all doing here, people. And how about a deal? Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy. Plus, you get free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy for 50 cent, 50% off. <laughs> Click the link in the description. Um, do you guys, my question for you guys is, do you think this is going to have a feel of almost first half of the game, second half of the games? Uh, because I, the biggest... You know, I, I think you could point to the Texas Rangers lineup and you got a couple more threats there. I mean, you could go around the horn and there's some even matchups, but Corey Seager is is a difference maker. Uh, you know, him compared to Perdomo uh, and a couple other guys in that Rangers lineup, Adolis. Um, but the bullpens, I mean, these are two very opposite fields. Uh, the Snakes bullpen has been lights out. Uh, the Texas's way to this postseason has been navigating around it somewhat. Like even Jim, you mentioned like LeClerc, who had been the early lockdown guy of the playoffs. His last couple outings haven't been pretty. Spores has stepped up for them, and I want to give him love. But do you think this is – I was saying it towards the end of the Phillies series. Like if the the longer it stays close, the more and more that needle goes D-backs, whether it's bullpen or even like the little things at the end of the game, speed, defense, like – um. I don't know. Do you think it's going to have that kind of feel? I think it depends on the starting pitchers. I mean, that's because the, the bullpens will come into play, obviously, but the Bochi and the Rangers have been able to kind of only deploy the guys who, you know, who he trusts the most because their starting pitching has actually given him enough length. You know, he's had a couple guys take some, uh, you know, long relief outings, but for the most part, he's, he's stuck to spores. He's stuck to, uh, uh, stuck to Chapman. And Leclerc, um, so if they can continue to do that, I think it doesn't become an issue. And you know, I think we both we'll both see game. Well, both sides in this series will have a bullpen, you know, give up a lead. But if those starters of the Rangers don't give them length, and we start to see more and more of the Rangers bullpen exposed, then yes, I do believe that it'll become more of like, well, Rangers just need to keep it. Or the, excuse me. Um, yeah, the Diamondbacks just have to keep it close at the first half of the game because they can add on against this Rangers bullpen. But if those starters continue to give them link and they just pair it down to these four guys, then I think it becomes more of a wash. I still obviously believe the, the Diamondbacks have a better bullpen. Um, but those those guys, I mean, LeClerc, he pitched so many games in a row and through so many innings. This this nice little break right here, I think is going to refresh him. He's, he's going to look good uh, in this World Series. I think the rest is going to help him a lot. I have a question. Mm. Have the Rangers won a game in the second half of the game? They did it in the CS. They've added on. Yes, yes, but they haven't, like, they got to their bullpen to come back for the win. They win early, and the D-backs do as well, but they did win late twice uh, against the Phillies. But, you know, we 
since the wild card series, we talked about two teams that score cluster runs early. It's these two teams. So I was trying to think, Jake, because like the Rangers haven't played any games that felt like there were two halves to it. Uh, that's felt well, like that's, there were two equal halves. That's what. It. That's exactly what I'm that's asking. That's what you though. mean. I thought you meant two equal halves. No, I was saying like the Texas Rangers kind of have to win the first half of the game because they lean on their starting pitching in the cluster offense and they're fearful of their bullpen. Yes, that's they, what I was saying. If it's close, if it's close midway through the game, everything leans snakes at that point. The way you combat that, and I do agree with you. And the snakes were a good come come from behind team uh, during the year as well. But I, I. It's the length in the starting pitching. And then if you can continue to score those cluster runs, I know the Snakes have a good bullpen, but this offense is ridiculous. Like at any given moment, Adelise Garcia can walk up there and and pump you. Uh, mm. Seager is hot. He can pump you. Like this this offense is right up there with the Phillies. And I know what they just did to the Phillies. I understand that. But I think that's how you combat your less than favorable bullpen is get some length out of your starters and then, can yeah, I mean, they're going to have to cluster some runs there at the end of the game, which I think they're very much capable of doing. Yeah. All right. So I just looked at all the Rangers games. They have not had like we're down one or we're tied and we want it. Now, clearly they get ahead early enough that they haven't had to do that. But that is funny that we haven't had like a late Rangers rally in like uh, while they're down this whole time. No need. Well, some games they've needed it. They didn't get it. So... But well, what does was, that make Bochi? I think there was just only, concede those games. Not you know what I'm not saying concede, but it makes him more easy to be like. Well, I I'm just not think they burn there, our guys. There was only one game like that, and it was the hit by pitch Altuve three homer game that ended up being a one run game. Everything else was kind of a blowout. Yeah. I hope we don't get that. I hope we don't have blowouts in the World Series. I mean. It's kind of what it looks like it, it might be if the Rangers win games. I mean, that's kind of how they do it, but I think I think what's gonna be interesting, obviously, what the starting pitchers give, you say that for any baseball game since the start of time. There are gonna be close competitive games in this World Series and something that the Snakes have been navigating. Uh the man so nice they named him thrice, Andrew Salfrank, uh the number one Go to lefty out of the snake's pen. Well, Mantiply too. And I think what's going to be interesting the Rangers, their lineup against right handed starting pitching has gone Simeon, Seeger, um, and then full count Evan Carter. Uh, we've seen Robbie Grossman get the start against lefties. Uh, the Snakes don't have any lefty starting pitching. We'll see what they do on bullpen day. But with that Seeger and Carter back to back in the lineup, here comes Andrew Salfrank throwing low sliders and sinkers and seeing if they're going to offer. That's going to be – that was one of the fun things about last series with the Phillies. We're going to see that again with this series, and the pressure is either going to be on Simeon, um, who, you know, three batter minimum, Simeon to either start that inning, or Adolis Garcia is after both lefties. That That's going to be the, the little game of chicken that Torrey and Bochy are playing that um, – I don't know. I think you're going to see two kids – uh, in, in whatever games are tight in this series, you're going to see two kids that got a couple games of big league baseball on the biggest stage competing, which, phew. You think they they swap out Adelise or Mitch Garver into the um, three-hole because of that? It'd be interesting, right? 
Um, yeah. I, I, we've seen Bochi rearrange the lineup a little bit uh, to give the Sal Frank two le- the Sal Frank to give the Sal Frank two lefties like that uh, in a row, and even Mantiply two has gotten them some big outs. And Tori, Tori again, it's it's kind of we talked about this with Houston and Texas a little bit. Tori wants to use his pin, like when he's hit the button out there, they've gotten pretty good results. Where Boach is in the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah. Do, do you think? Do you think it's like Corbin Carroll has to show up, or the snakes don't have a chance? Like, is, is he is he the main cog? And and I know, like you know, there were times where he he wasn't doing anything, but when he did in Game Seven, just absolutely show up. He took the game over, man. Like, is he is he the guy that they have to have the most in that lineup? Marte would Marte, raise his hand. Yeah, he won MVP. Yeah. He, I think if they want to win easy, they want to save the pen. You know, Carroll's got to be involved in that because he's just so dynamic. But they can win without him going, I, I believe. They just got to really put stuff together and, and lean on Marte or someone else to get it done. How many extra inning games have we had this postseason? Is it one? What's the one? Is it none? Diamondbacks, right? I thought the Diamondbacks, they walked a, off. They walked off bottom nine. Bottom nine. That was bottom I, nine. I, I don't think we 10. have. I don't think we have. Have we had game. zero extra inning playoff games and one walk off out of thirty something games? Bingo. There wasn't eleven somewhere. I feel like there was eleven somewhere, but maybe not. In the wild card round, I've been watching a lot of these games. Don't have a good memory, but um, neither do I. I, I, just I felt don't like think there was so. eleven somewhere. Because that's we we thirty seven games yeah I have it up thirty seven games no extra inning and only one walk off we haven't okay. we haven't seen the that's boring holy smokes this guy's got to pitch the eleventh feeling yet like we we haven't seen that so let's go you know five extra inning games yes every that game. would not be good for the Rangers I don't think no I don't I'm looking at these lineups man that Rangers lineup is pretty long. Jakey Lytics. Oh. I mean, especially with, like, Mitch Garver, the way he has performed. Hopefully, I mean, do you think that guy has got to be sore? Holy crap. That bottle of the ribs. That, that's, that means something. Like, is he going to be able to swing at full capacity in the World Series? Like, he got smoked, dude. They said the x-rays were negative, but. If you're lo- Tori Lovello, do you pay a journalist to mm. go incite some shit talk out of the – Rangers. Ooh, yes. I mean, I've just never heard <laughs> I've never heard a manager just so quite frankly be like, yeah, that did piss our guys off. Yeah, they do fuel off that. It does help them. Like he didn't say those words, but he's been like, yeah, they were mad about that. I think that has. And they just want to play good ball also, but so I think you have to go get some of the Rangers to speak out of turn. Who's their third string catcher? Rangers third string catcher? Yeah. Hedges. Okay. So a journalist have have Lavelle Lavello pay a journalist to walk hedges out to the pool and just be like thoughts. Hedges would, hedges would never. Hedges would never. I honestly can't believe there was so much talk like that. That's that's a little out of pocket. The Phillies are saying that they've honest. been dis- Taiwan Walker tweeted like a lot of disrespect. 
I'm sure they're getting a lot of hate Maybe. because that city will love you a lot. Well, no, I think he's Maybe talking about the D-backs planting their flag in their field and playing their wind song in the that locker room. That was interesting, too. Maybe that was at that Topper for not letting them pitch. Planting a flag. I think he's liking some Planting a flag is tough for me, bro. Oh, it's such a lame thing to do. I mean, just mostly because the kid yeah. who did it in high school at my school was like the fucking like, oh, my God, dude, you think you're like a really a gladiator? He'd like run out and spike it and think like he like killed a dude. It's like, eh. so I'm not into that. Part of me loves it because it brings me back to like the medieval times and it's like how you claimed the land and like you just won a war. So you planted a flag and I get like, I get it. I get the analogy. Yeah. You know that all. feeling. Yeah. You know that feeling. Yeah. Oklahoma. In another Sooners. simulation, I was doing that for real, but like yeah. this, I don't know, man, like doing it. Like I, I think it's, I think it's Thanks. almost played out. Because it's from medieval times. It's happened so long for thousands yeah. of years. No, if it's in medieval times, it, it would never get played out because you actually had to kill lots of people to what do it. What if two so teams from the something. same town are playing? Mm. Um, they share a stadium or they share yeah. facilities. Oh, oh. You know, Jets then, Giants this weekend in East yeah. in East Rutherford. They should have I a fucking that. see. I'm the Jets in on and the that. Giants. Something. The Jets and the Giants should have a bet when they play each other. Uh, whoever loses, th- they have to play. Th- their next home game is that uh, they're not going to change the end zone paint or any of the decor. Mm. I think like a flag flying is fine. We don't have to do the paint. Well, think about all the uh, employees that are going to have a day off, paid. Oh, paid, bro. Yeah. You get that? PTO? Do you get that? Are you getting that? Do I get PTO? No, I don't think so. You are PTO. Yeah. Um, what? I'm a grinder. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting sucked in a little more uh, to the lefties from Arizona just because uh, two of two of the four games Texas won off of Houston where they knocked around Framber, um, and so they're not going to see a lefty starter, uh, and that changes up their lineup a little bit. So that's I, I guess that's as we sort through all of this, which. <laughs> kind of we're we're laughing to ourselves because like you said trev in a way you throw stuff out the window because it's it's a seven game set and if one one person gets hot you know perdomo could be not pitchable after three games perdomo could be an instant you're gonna bunt every at bat like it's um it's where the sport is a little sick and twisted and i don't know i i guess there was a part of me that thought i was gonna get punched in the face by looking at the Texas Rangers and be like, damn, man, like that lineup is just silly. You don't get that feeling? Monty and Nate. <sighs> I do. Seager scares me. Seager scares me. He's got a World Series MVP in the bag. Okay. I there, picked him in the I picked him in the homer Jimmy draft. Jimmy took him in the homer draft. Um and if you when you really go around the horn, you're like, that guy. That guy is one of the difference. He he's kind of he he makes Texas feel a lot different than the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I mean, his uh, first pitch homer. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know about that. Um, bet on it. Bet on it. Um, contain him. Contain him. I mean, Adelise Garcia is the exact same Ooh. way. I mean, can you contain him? And then you have Evan Carter, who's just going to give you a great at bat every single time. I actually love that he's been kind of in between those guys getting you know, that kind of treatment, but like, he's going to put up a good at bat with runners in scoring position. Like he's going to, 
he's going to scare you. And you can go down the, the lineup, man. I, I just, I think you're right. I think that snakes can substitute better. I think starting lineups, and I'd even go, I mean, if I lump starting pitching and starting lineups in together, I will lean Texas Rangers. But as the game goes on and you have to substitute, whether it's your pitchers or, you know, make moves at the end of the game with your bench, I think I lean snakes. I don't think Bochi can work his magic. I think the Rangers bullpen and been saying this forever and it hasn't happened. I think they're hanging by a thread. And they brought LeClerc and Chapman in in game seven, and I was like, oh, good. Get them a little tune-up, feeling good before they go into the next series, and they both looked bad. Like, it wasn't a tune-up. different circumstance. I feel like you throw those those types of things out the window, man. You mean LeClerc's last two outings? He got hit a homer off but, of him, fastball and, and change-up, and he just kind of like... I mean, i never seen a dude look as shook. So, but he just looked look as shook as he looked. The guy with the most homers... Second most homers in MLB postseason history. I think that the but wait, wait, wait hold, on, can, hold on, hold on, but I'm I, I'm still like the Rangers more. But you know, go Snakes. I love Tori Lavello and I'm rooting for the uh, uh, Diamondbacks. But Gallon got got by the Phillies a couple times, um, and the the formula is that the D-backs have to maintain the Rangers offense early. And I actually like their ability to maintain the Rangers offense late better and not early. Um, and the Rangers, when they hit, they just fucking hit. Like crazy. Yeah. So you have, you're on the Rangers. Because it's about that time. I, um, seven games. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, my heart. They need it. They need it. They need it. It just can't be four or five. Can't. Who's they in that story? Like, dude, everyone that wants to um, get good baseball and um, an audience. I mean, if this is a four-game World Series, no one remembers it ever. Mm. And that's me. I don't believe. I don't see. I don't believe honest. that, man. I think some of the most memorable series that we've had, um, as like I don't know, in the last decade or so, or two or twenty years, have been like the Cubs versus the Indians. Obviously, for that reason, I get the Cubs, but the Indians were in that. No one really cared about that. Oh, it was game uh, seven. Giants. They went seven Giants, games. Giants versus the um, Royals comes to mind. I mean, like didn't I don't know. that go I don't seven always, games? No, six, six games. Okay, so but, but really that proves well my that point one. pretty well that this series needs to go six or seven to be like a great memorable series. This thing needs to have moments. I think that's what series needs. The best sweep is probably the White Sox, 05, because their starting pitching was just nuts. Fun. Yeah. Um, and they both went seven in the CS, so... Go seven. Lose like your, lose your, seven. lose your losses. I want seven. If the Rangers lose their losses mm. and win their wins, they will win the yeah. series in seven games. I like that. Because they can't try to win a, a lose. I think Bochi knows that. We're down two. 
like Leclerc, Spores, go back to sleep. We're going to lose this game. Add it to the analytics binder that we've been collecting here. I like that. Lose your lose your losses. Well, we kind of hate that because that's what the Yankees do. But I think the bullpen is pretty bad. If you want to be a good team, you got to win some losses. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Snakes have won a couple losses. The, the snakes have one loss. Different than this. The one sixty-two is different saying. than this, but but yeah, the snakes can can. Leo Giff. The snakes should try to win all their games. The Rangers should throw the towel in oh. their loss. <laughs> Rangers fans not happy with that assessment. It's half right. <laughs> I mean, we're using Take the day verbose or grandiose language. Well, and maybe, to make a, a subtle point, like and, you know, don't and, burn your good bullpen unless you're really, really in it. And that's because where you, your good bullpen only has so much left. That's where you could end up having a special memory, like if, if Dane Dunning keeps you in a game for three innings, and that allows the Texas Rangers to have one of their cluster innings, like, um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, for me, I, I think we saw it in seven-game series are so much different than five, never mind three. Uh, the rally backs, the answer backs, um, their depth is impressive, and it feels like everyone knows their role in their lane that I... If they go down, they lose the first two games... To Monty and Evaldi, which can't happen. We've seen it. D-backs just did that. Like, they got they got beat up in Philly. They came home. They didn't care. They won the next two. Right now, like, where we started, fought for Scherzer feels like a massive advantage for the Snakes, which, uh, again, it's, that's one of those you can't predict baseball at all. I don't think they're ever going to be out of it. Like, I'm sure there might be one Texas game where we look up and it's it's 10 to 2 and we're like, wow. You don't think the Snakes are ever going to be out of it? The series. Oh, but like a game. Okay, I thought you were talking about a game-to-game basis. The, the series. That's what, that's what I was just teeing up. Um, like, they went down 2 nothing to Philadelphia, yeah. who everyone was penciling in, penning in, uh, to go back to the World Series because they got the stars. And how, how do you shut down that lineup? And, you know, they're... Their, their top three in the rotation is nasty. Didn't care. They went back to Philly. Uh, you know, need to t- win two in Philly. Didn't care. Face the big bad Dodgers. Didn't care. Um, I don't know. I, I like their depth bullpen better all around. And I think in a seven-game set, that matters. So if Texas straight up jumps them and it's Texas in five, I could see that very much happening. The longer each game goes, the longer the series goes, it favors the Snakes. Snakes in six. I um, want one thing from this series and one thing only. It is Araldis Chapman versus Tommy Pham with the, a mm. game on the line. That's all I want. <laughs> it's all I want. And it's, the numbers aren't good for Tommy Pham. I just looked wow. it up. Uh, he's 0 for 8 with 4Ks against Chapman. But you, we got to see that, right? Like, I was thinking, oh, like, Chapman versus Carroll would be cool. But that's not that's not really fair to Carroll. He doesn't know where the ball's going. Lefty, lefty's not great. Tommy Pham or all this Chapman is the matchup that we need. I, I, I honestly want to pick the Snakes in this series, but I've been against them 
every single series and they've won. So I would not do that to you or to Dalton because I respect you too much. I'm I'm on the Rangers in six games. I do think that Snakes we're going seven. to see some huge offensive uh, outbursts. I think Adelise continues it. I think Seeger continues it. I think Simeon might get hot. I think that that cluster offense is too much to overcome. Okay. What are you, James? Snakes and seven. Because I don't have friends yeah. over on the Rangers. Uh, no, yeah, no one, right? Even Bochi. Hey, what'd you say? Bochi got a huge head. Edgy. What about uh, what about McCarthy? Is he with the Rangers still? Brandon McCarthy. Yeah. Backyard Brad is on the Rangers. That's Hedges your. On that, the Rangers. But those are your friends and Rose's friends. Oh. I know I don't have a rapport. Special assistant to the general manager of the Texas Rangers. Okay, I'm Chris Young's friend. I like BMAC. We've chatted before. He's he's nice, and we met him. He's tall, so tall, so ridiculous. They went two talls. I mean, him and Chris Young. That's why they're friends. Yeah, eye to eye. Um, Mm. Okay, I'll go um, D backs and seven. Seven and sevens. Snake's alive. Simple. Oh, my God. I'm getting a call from someone with the last name McCarthy right now. That's oh. that's honestly wild. No way I answer that. I don't know Rangers that and is. six. Imagine that's him. We've, hacked your, we're hacked, we've hacked your studio. <laughs> don't tell people that we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Do not tell people we've changed.